Hey everybody, this is Mike with the Deep Dive Hill Co-Homes podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode. Today we are talking about content creation, so stay tuned. All right, guys. So... Mike here again. Thanks for listening to our podcast and for all of you who are regular listeners, we definitely appreciate it. Um, on today's episode, uh, it's a little different. Uh, normally we're talking about wholesaling and real estate, but um, the fact of the matter is you're building a business and to build your business, you need to network, you need to grow, you need people to be aware of your business. Otherwise, how do they know what you're doing, right? So part of that is content creation. You know, we live in a digital age where social media is incredibly important. It's one of the reasons why we do the podcast, because it's another avenue of how we can provide value to you, our audience. And today I have two uh, very special guests. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but uh, I do want to point out that they are from the home buying, home selling team. And we've talked a lot about doing business with them, working with them, the kinds of things that they do. Um, and how Hilco and, and HBHS, you know, do a lot of stuff in the same realm, but we also do things differently. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about um, HBHS uh, and their content creation team, their content creation strategy, and just have a fun conversation. So uh, let's start with uh, Miguel, you know, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, of course, you know, my name is Miguel. Um, I go by the alias Maverick. So you might see me all over Instagram. Facebook um, as Maverick. I've been with I've been with HBHS on on the team for about on a year now. Um, okay. I have been in the real estate game going on four. Nice. Um, before that, I did have my own company, you know, Maverick Alliance. I had my own thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start learning that once you when you join forces with 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 a team like that, I mean, it's just, you know the sky's the limit. You know, we get into this thinking, hey, you know, I can do everything myself. And, and that's one one thing I can say anybody's listening, you know, don't think you can run everything yourself. You can't. You yeah, are yeah. as strong as the team you have around you. Absolutely. Although I will, I will interject there and I'll say that uh, for anybody who's starting... Sometimes yourself is all you have, yes. and, and that's okay. You know, the, uh, when you're when you're learning the ropes, that's that's part of the uh, the, the startup process, yes. um, and I think that's actually very crucial in the startup phase because, um, so like for example, myself, um, I I've done a lot of media stuff. Like my consulting business, uh, one of the branches of it is media production. But um, I, when I first got into that, uh, it was just music stuff, right? Because I was, I play guitar, I play bass, right. you know, I, that's, you know, I was thinking like, well, what can I do with this hobby that can make me money? So I started teaching myself, you know, how to do the audio editing, how to record, what the equipment was, all those things. And, and you know, long story short, um, my intention was not to be the guy that, that does all of that stuff. Yeah, my sure. intention was to be able to know enough that when I hire somebody, I can, I know Teach that you. they know what they're doing. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. I think, um, if you surround yourself with the right people, um, you know, and, and you have the right mentality and, and those people around you have the right mentality, you all kind of grow together. Yes. I mean, I mean, um, don't get me wrong. I mean, when, 
when I was on my own, yes, it was hard. It was difficult, you yeah, know, yeah. like like it is for everybody. Um, but when I did, you know, finally did join on um, and started flying the golden and black colors, you know, it it got better. You know, productive got better, but then it was less stress on me because right. then you do have those um, strong individuals that can take that weight off you and still, you mm-hmm. know, you like you mm-hmm. said, grow as a team. And then, um, so when you have yourself around a group of people that share the same vision as you, mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful thing. It's it's a being being in the HBHS headquarters, in there. It's just it's <laughs> it's juice. I mean, you just you feel the energy in there all the time. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And we have a uh, Carlos here, right? Yes. So tell us about a little bit about yourself. So my name is Carlos. I also go by Chic. Um, I come from a live music background. I was a okay. touring musician for uh, about five years and nice. then I transitioned into real estate because of this man he goes <laughs> funny we actually met at a Saria event yeah. one of Victor Massa's events uh, years ago and uh, I was still uh, still touring but I had gotten into music production and I started to do it uh, professionally mm-hmm. about two years ago yeah, yeah, yeah about ago. two years ago yeah. and um yeah, Miguel always bugged me all the time. He would always message me, man, you got to get into wholesaling. You got to do it. <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, yeah, whatever, Miguel. You know what I mean? I'm over here producing in my little studio, doing my thing. Yeah. But, no, he, he was very persistent. And he kept on bugging me, like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And eventually, man, we, we cut a deal in, like, the first week that I decided to dedicate myself to it. And it was probably the biggest deal we cut this year. Yeah. Nice. So, um, nice. So how long have you been wholesaling? For about, I'd say, anywhere between six to eight months. I can't really put an exact uh, okay uh, start and end date because you know I was getting in and out of it for a couple of months. Okay, so would you, uh, I guess, call yourself a newbie wholesaler, or um, where, where do you think you fall? Yes, in that? yes, and no. Yes, because I just started cutting deals. No, because I've had the knowledge for a couple of years okay. already. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So, and the network as well. So. so he also has a realtor. But he went to school for realty as well. Okay. To yes. be a realtor. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. never finished and got the license. He never got the license part to it. Yes, never got the license. So yeah. he has the yeah. knowledge. He just never actually. So that's why another reason why I stayed on him. I'm like, bro, you got the knowledge. Let's do this, you know. And then a lot of my of my beginning stuff, he did a lot of those videos. Okay. So a lot of my marketing that that I was using, he he helped me with it. So I saw the potential, and it and this might be a little key bit for people out there. The deal is in the follow up. So I followed up with him for two years and I'm like, come on, oh, man. Yeah, come on, man, come on, man. Finally, definitely followed up. I finally, <laughs> yeah, I finally broke him down. He's like, all right, let's do this, you know. But at that, but when he did it, it was the fear that we offer when you leave what we're conditioned oh, yeah, or yeah. taught. You know, you have to be working. He took that leap. He fired his boss. He's like, let's do it. He's like, you know, you keep coming at me. Let's do it. So he did it within that first week. Got him. He got a deal. And yeah, he's, nice. he's been hooked ever since. <laughs> you know, that's crazy how y'all were talking about. You know how a lot of people start alone in wholesaling. I, I never started alone. I always had a network of people that you know could help me out. And I think that's what's great about San Antonio too is we have a big uh, real estate network here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's true for a lot of the major like metro areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think uh, for people who haven't done real estate before, especially wholesaling. Um, uh, I think the the big misconception is that you're going alone, um, but once you start 
like asking questions and reaching out to people, you start finding that the market is very saturated, that, yes. oh, that yeah. the real estate community within itself um, is a very tight knit community. Yes. But then you take that even a step further and you look at the wholesaling community and that's an even smaller group within general real estate. And, and you know, everybody knows everybody else, you know, that's, and we talk about this on, on, on our show, on the podcast quite a bit about that, the networking about, you know, everybody knows everybody else. Um, but also the importance of the integrity side of things, because, yes. because the network is so tight, you know, like if you, if you mess up with one person, oh. like everybody's going to know everybody. Will and, know. and, and, you know, it's, I think that's good for the nature of the environment of, of that industry, uh, because it's like a, you know, quality assurance yes. type of thing, you know, like. Um, yeah, you got to be on yourself to make sure you're doing the right thing at all times. But because it's such a small community, everybody else has that pressure on you and themselves to be doing the right thing. Because if you mess up, I mean, that's that's your business. So it's exactly. Gone. exactly. And, <laughs> it's and, hard to come back from that. And I think that comes that starts with, you know, um, your your ethics and your moral to begin with. Um, right. You know, and it, it comes down to, you know, if you are joining a team, you always want to join a team that has the same vision as you. I mean, everybody at HBHS, we all have the same vision. We right, all have the right. same goal in mind. You know, we understand the way we see it is <clears throat> we're just one big engine and everybody has to be that part to make it all run correctly. Right, right. You know, so we're always helping each other out regardless, whatever it may be. If we have to stay late, if we have to come in early, mm-hmm. if we have to go with someone to an appointment or just help somebody look a property up, how teach them how to do it. We're always helping each other. Yeah, man, it's a team effort. Uh, I mean, like you said at the at the beginning of the show, like you it, you have to have the people the the right people on your team to to make it work. Um, but uh, let's let's kind of start getting into more of the the nuts and bolts of what what you do with uh, with HBHS. Um, you know, like every organization has certain team members in certain roles because like like you said you know you're you have a part to play in the engine right yes, like me here at hilco like i'm uh, i'm technically the quote unquote systems director because i'm in the background right i run the crm i do the data analytics um i help with the marketing stuff i i do all of this here with the with the uh, media stuff mm-hmm. and and adriel is starting to transition in, into this role so we're you know working as a team um, I'm doing mostly the podcast side of stuff. He's doing everything else. Um, but uh, with HBHS, like you guys have a very similar structure as well. Like you have uh, certain people on the team that just do acquisitions yes. or just yes. do dispositions. And you guys, um, uh, from from what I'm aware of, do a lot more of the, the media side of things, even though you're still wholesalers. Yes, so uh, I guess talk to me a little bit about how that came about like did you when you joined hbhs was it because you were doing the media stuff or was it more of the wholesaling and then they were like oh hey this guy can do videos like let's get him doing all our stuff like (laughs) is that kind of how it happened well in in all honesty i mean uh to for me it started i I started the media since i first started i mean i tell people everybody asks me my story and i'm like dude i went and knocked on my first door from my first door I saw I bought her property and then she sold me her rental and then from there honestly from that point on it was just, all my deals were just social media or word of mouth yeah so I didn't have to go knock on a door call or anything like that so I always ran with that myself um and then when I finally when I decided to join HBHS um it was like uh how do I put it 
we didn't have a focus on the media. So it mm. was, we mm. were all still, me, you know, basically marking ourselves. I mean, right. Manny Cash is everywhere. Everybody knows Manny Cash, right? Um, that boy, you can't go anywhere without seeing him, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the that's the Rico Suave of HVHS, <laughs> you know? And then, of course, you know, everybody sees Frank. But no one actually had a position to say, you know what, you're going to focus just on this. Mm-hmm. This basically came upon when we started the first parodies um, it was actually an idea that, that me and Sheik had. We're like, you know what? He has a music background. I love creating stuff. You know, I love, mm-hmm. to me, i rather have them, homeowner, come to me than me have to go to them. I mean, and I know it's supposed to, you know, right, we, right. we make calls and all that. I understand that. But right. um, to me, it's always easier to have them call me and say, hey, you know what? I want to do it, which well, I was used to. So yeah. when that happened, when me and him decided to do this, we just ran with it. And then, you know, of course, we got some feedback on it. And then when it actually finally blew up was when we went to uh, wholescaling. Oh, yeah. We went to wholescaling. Um, you know, the Mike and Charles, they were networking with the big guys. And we were back at the, the Airbnb. And we were like, you know what? <laughs> let's create let's create our theme song. So we yeah. you that's the footage y'all see online where we created. So we literally created from scratch. He made every beat from scratch. And that was a collaboration of everybody that was there. We were just like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's throw this word in. You know, Teddy, the investor, he he threw his in. You know, we had uh, Joseph there. We had uh, the champ there. Um, we even had Dutch. Dutch was there with us too. <laughs> you know, so we were we were just creating something to help put, you know, a mark. And then from that point on, we just ran with it. I mean, it was they saw what we could do. You know, like, okay, let's prove ourselves even more. Let's make another parody. Let's let's keep bringing this. Yeah, and it just yeah. it became a wave in its own. And so, like I told them from the beginning, I go, what's funny, what the most challenging part is, is once you create that, the parody of the way we have, the way the, the, um, the organic following that it's bringing to us, mm-hmm. you have to keep stepping it up every time. So that's, it's, it's, it's not so much of a challenge. It's a fun, it's, that's the fun in it is like, okay, mm-hmm. how can I out top my last one and how can right, we make right. it bigger than this one? So a lot of the parodies that we do, it's to basically catch the attention of homeowners i mean there's a lot of people that you know put out their serious stuff okay cool we want to yeah, be yeah. different you know what I'm saying? We, you know we want to be different you know what yeah, i mean we yeah. want to make ourselves separate from everybody so we always try to use stuff that people can relate to that um people want to watch basically yeah. you know yeah and, and yeah. that's been our whole uh model to it it's like okay let's do that from that point on that's the 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 actual tree okay so yeah. that's what our main goal and then from there any idea we choose or what we decide to run with those are the branches that from that tree but we always try to make sure we aim to get to the the person that needs it the most that needs that yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i'm going through that you know they can help me you know what i'm saying so yeah. that's that's always the goal to it so being a numbers guy and uh, very analytical i'm already thinking like like uh, strategy wise like what do you guys do to qualify your ideas like um like we all have like an idea of what we think the audience would like mm-hmm. but what kind of feedback are you getting from the oh. audience like have you are you actually like generating leads from from the videos like how, i mean of course yes i mean we do i mean don't get me wrong it's you know we it's a hit and miss here on on actual good deals i mean we already know yeah. how it works yeah. i mean we get calls you know oh i saw this but they went a million dollars for their house when it's only worth <laughs> you know one hundred fifty thousand. you know so yeah. don't get me wrong i mean you're, you're, you have to weed through it but you know that's in any the way we see it anything you start you're gonna have those bugs you gotta sure you know yeah. you gotta get out first and you're always gonna be uh, updating and improving exactly i mean like like 
I said, you know, we live in a digital age and things change very quickly. Yes. Um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of platforms now. I mean, I know, like for us, probably the biggest uh, the biggest resource social media wise is Facebook. Yes. Um, but YouTube is also another big resource, especially for people who have questions and they're looking for resources and education. Like that's that's a really big one. Um, but uh, what are the the platforms that you guys focus on and why? Well, I mean, of course, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, those are the two biggest. Instagram, you know, definitely. Instagram, yeah, especially. Yeah. And then, of course, YouTube. You know, those are where we focus. And then, you know, of course, we have our, our association online on Facebook. So everything is basically spider web together. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we market on those three platforms. And then, you know, of course, anybody needs to find us or get a hold of us. I mean, we we focus to saturate those three platforms as much as we can. So, yeah, yeah. you know, if someone is... I, I can't say okay someone that's lost that needs some type of direction you know they'll be able to find us mm-hmm. so that's that's what we try to do the most um me myself i know i focus on facebook and instagram the most the company themselves you know they do all three mm-hmm. um but me myself i mean i don't i don't have a phone on youtube so i i do it more where my followings are at which is facebook and instagram right right okay yeah what facebook, facebook <laughs> instagram yeah. i mean instagram is like the number one uh social media platform right now and yeah. everybody's on Instagram well, TikTok, one thing I did TikTok want to is a, a, a rising star yes, right TikTok. now it's oh, very, don't underestimate it's right, TikTok. right on uh, Instagram's heels actually you know what my, my 70 year old told me about that you know yeah. she, she's actually come into the office and worked with us you know uh-huh. you know, helping us on you know call tools and stuff like that she loves it she's learning it she's already hey when I graduate I'm going straight with you dad so but she told us that too she's like hey why don't you all try TikTok and me myself, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's do that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like she, what is that? Bro? I don't know what that is, you know. So, um, I'm still, I guess you say, an older dinosaur when it comes to that, you know. But yeah, I mean, any, any, I, I love being in front of the camera. I love creating, and you mm-hmm. know, Sheik's the same. You know, the, the media crew. You know, we got a young gun out there too. He's not here today, but he's he's you know he helps us with our media as well. And yeah. um, Martin, to, Martin, Martin, yeah, Martin. you know. To have all these, you know, us three be able to do that. And then, of course, you know, all of HVHS puts their feedback because it's not, yes, we're creating it, but it represents HVHS. So I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, guys, what do you all think about this? You know, let's push it out because even though, you know, we all have our own little positions, we're still representing the company. Right. And you always want to represent the company to the fullest. So, right, right. you know, <laughs> we make sure everybody has a say-so in that as well. Yeah. So out of curiosity, when you're, um, when, when you're thinking about the content that you're going to put out there, um, do you have like a pre-production planning session? Do you have like uh, a, a pre-production schedule? Like what, what's your process when you're like from idea to like actually putting it out there? Like, so we've, we've actually, um, we've actually talked about that. So, uh, to not stop production during the week, Monday through Friday, we're doing production. Saturday is strictly for our creativities, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, whether it may be us recording a song, us creating, going. Like I said, when we did our parodies, yeah. we went out on a Saturday morning. We're out there for three hours. We shot everything we needed, and then all the editing was done behind scenes. You know, so that's how we got three parodies. But to get back to the question, we basically come up with what would we want to see if it was us? Mm-hmm. How you know it, it? What would catch our attention? And that's what we run with. We run mm-hmm. with, okay, that's that's the main idea. Okay, how can we present that or come across to whoever's watching that? And yeah, then, yeah. of course, then we sit down and we'll be like, okay, cool. This is who's going to play what role. This is what you're going to do. 
So we have an outline of what we're going to do. And then when we get out there, of course, we run through it a couple of times. Okay, this is what you're going to do. Okay. Once everybody's comfortable, run through, then yeah, we yeah. start recording. So we don't take a lot of takes when we go out there. We try to yeah. get out, get in and out as fast as possible. Yeah, you know? yeah. Everybody's kind of a natural at it and it just kind of happens. It's funny. It's, so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, think, I, I think when you, uh, when you're on the phones enough, and you get enough rejection yes. yeah. that you, you kind of like desensitize to what what you think other people think about you. Yes. Uh, exactly. And it, it becomes a lot easier to get in front of the camera yeah. or in front of the microphone yes. or yeah. in front of an audience or whatever. Sure, sure. Everybody's real comfortable. Well, well, not just that, but I mean, we when, you, when you're on the phones, when you go to an appointment, you have to hold yourself to a certain sure, yeah, um, yeah. standard, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have to be respectful. When we do these parodies, it's us being able to just release ourselves and have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can see it all. I mean, you've seen the last one that came out, you know, Big Mike and, and Jose, you know, they, that was done, I say, maybe with two takes. That was it. I mean, it was, <laughs> they were ready to go. They're like, let's get it done. I mean, they started acting before we were ready to start shooting. I mean, the camera guy was changing out his batteries and they were already starting to act like, hold on, hold on, you know? So <laughs> it's it's one of those things. And you see, you know, Sheik in the box, right? That's a whole other character just himself. Yeah. the the cash offer house, you know? So, but that was him being him, creativity, you know? Yeah. Me being able to create himself and, and that character. So in that sense, nobody has okay this is how you're going to be everybody let's be able they're everybody's able to create the character how they want to mm-hmm. and they just run with it so okay. everyone you see how they're acting that's just them being themselves portraying it or putting it out the way they see it yeah yeah for sure um now i know one of the things when it comes to content creation uh, for for any business who's doing stuff with social media um there there's it, everything kind of falls into two categories you have the the creative and then you have the documentation, mm-hmm. right? So like, you know, Gary Vee's really big on the documentation, you know, just like put stuff out there all the time, nonstop, but you know, like just keep track of what you are doing so that people see that you're genuine. Whereas the, the creative side is like what you guys are talking about. You know, yeah. you have to put some thoughts, some effort. Um, you know, you have to think about what it is you're going to do, where your shots are going to be, what the story is going to be, what you're trying to convey, how you communicate that, yes, where you're going to put it, what the audience is going to think. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Um, what would you say is like the, the balance of the two types of content that you create? Oh, is there one more than the other or kind of the no, same? It's, it's the same. I mean, you know, when it comes to that, the more serious part to it, of course, you know, it's, it's, you know, the Godfather, Charles, you know, and Money Mike, you know, they're, they, they, they do that sense of it because, you know, um, of course they're the owners, you know, they, they have more of that serious mentality, mm-hmm. you know, Frank, of course, you know, when you see them, you know, there's no playing around. Yeah. Voice versus you know me and Sheik and Young Gun, you know we're kind of the the class clowns of of the office, so yeah, we're yeah, gonna we're gonna have pre- a good time with us. Yeah, so I mean when you know hey you're gonna come with shoot with us, you know it's gonna be fun. I mean yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not trying to take away from Mike and Charles, but you know like you said there's a balance. Someone has to be the 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 funny side, someone has to be a serious side. Right. Yeah. So they're gonna run the serious side because I mean that's them. Right. You know of course you know they both have military background so. You know they know they know there's no playing around we got to get this done me on the other side i'll be like hey well let's have some fun to it you know and that's that's what balances out the whole hbhs is you got them on the right, series right. you got us over here you know, that was so. a great answer <laughs> 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 so, uh, i want to take a bit and uh for the people who are listening um especially for the for new people i think one of the um 
I mean, like we talked about earlier, right? When you're starting off, you're basically doing it all on your own. Yes, sir. Um, and that can be overwhelming. I think that's that's one of the reasons why people get discouraged or they get turned off or, you know, whatever the reason may be that they don't pursue the, the business side of things mm-hmm. because they have to do all these things all on their own. And, you know, content creation is one of those things. Um, so what advice would you give to somebody who's starting out that, you know, maybe they don't know what they're doing or uh, uh, some ideas or tips and tricks on how to balance doing social media content or just content creation in general with being on top of the business side of things. I'm a firm believer of, and I tell anyone that comes to HVHS, they ask me questions like that, I tell them straight up, be yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you see me, um, some polo boots, jeans, Mm -hmm. you know, you see Sheik with the HVHS, how about me, I I, I love sporting my teams, right? So, Mm -hmm. but I make sure everything's, you know, uniform. So I got, you know, my Cowboys, my Spurs in black and gold, you know, so I make sure everything's in black and gold. But you got to be yourself through everything you do. You know, homeowners can... You know, they're like that, that when you go on that first date, right, they can see the BS in you from a mile <laughs> away, you know? So what I tell newbies is be yourself, you yeah, know? Yeah. I tell them straight out, talk to as many people as you can, get as many golden nuggets as you can from all of them, and then create your own personality, but that's yourself. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's one of the biggest things I learned when I first started. You know, I tried to, you know, I watched these people do, you know, podcasts on here and this and that. And I try, you know, of course, you know, I went to certain you know, Rias and this and that. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to be like them, but you can't, you got to yeah. be yourself. So, yeah. um, that's one thing I can tell people, you know, that's one. And then two, of course, don't think you're going to get rich overnight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Every single person, you know, one thing I took from a wholescaling is, you know, they said, which is really, really true. One of the quotes was every master was once a disaster, mm-hmm. you know? So you're going to have to go to the Valley. And that's one thing we appreciate everybody at the office. Everybody's going to have to go through the Valley. Mm-hmm. You have to, I've went through it. Everybody's gone through it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is try to get through it as fast as you can right. learn as many lessons as you can take all, turn all your lessons into a, I mean, turn all your losses into a lesson, right. you know, and right. just keep going because it's going to happen. You know I mean? You can't yeah. let it hold you back. You're going to get tested. Is yeah. this what you really want? Yeah, you, or, you have, as I like to say, fail fast, fail forward. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. So get it done. You know, and that's right. why I tell a lot of newbies. I'm like, Hey, you're going to get a lot of no's. Try to get all the no's out as fast as possible. So you can get to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, don't take it personal. Never take anything personal. You know, you're, we're helping, we're providing a service to people that are in a bad situation and there's a lot of emotions mixed into it. Right. So sometimes you got to be that best friend that they need, mm-hmm. but you're helping them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can I add on to that? Also, I think it's good for like new wholesalers to incorporate what they love to do Mm. somehow into their business. Yeah. yeah. Whether it be, for instance, like we're both musicians, like we incorporate our skills and what we like to do into the business. You know, if you like baseball, make yourself a little baseball jersey with your logo on it, walk around in it, you know, somehow incorporate what you like to do to your business so you don't get burned out. You still have things that remind you, you know, that make you happy because what we like to do makes us happy, right? And we, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. And if you ever see me on the street, brother, I'm a walking billboard. I have, I'm marketing 24. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have Spurs jerseys, Cowboys jerseys that say, hey, I buy houses. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm always marketing regardless. Exactly. You, know? you got to let everybody know what you're doing. So, yeah. you know, the one thing I, I, I got from the 10X was... You know, when you make noise, noise equals money. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make as much noise as possible. You know, I'm going to yeah, be loud. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm the guy that I'm at the events. I'm yelling, you know, you know, HBHS, you know, 10X. I'm, that's me, you know, because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm passionate about what I do. What we do, I mean, it, it, not everybody can do it. So if you yeah. can do it, 
you know, be proud about it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, like Gary V says, attention is the modern currency. There you go. You know? And there uh, you go. Uh, that's, that's, I think that's very true, especially with how saturated um, the social media platforms are, you know, and not only are we trying to get our messages out there, but we're competing with all the other wholesalers who are trying to do the same. Exactly. You know, it's like, so to differentiate yourself, I totally hundred percent agree, man. You gotta, you gotta be original. You gotta be yourself because there's, there's no one else out there like you. Um, there, there might be something similar, but you know, ultimately, um, you're the only you and you gotta be you. There's not another Maverick or another sheik out there, brother. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) So I want to chat a little bit about, um, I guess the uh, the nerdier side of stuff that that uh, that we pro- probably have some fun with, but let's talk about equipment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that always so, changes. Yeah. So, uh, I, and and I know for people who are listening, like even if you're not like what you what you might think is tech savvy, um, you may not think you're a, you're a content creator, or this may not be like the thing that you are are passionate about or good at. Um, but the reality is, like, there's so many free resources out there i mean for one everybody has a freaking cell phone yes. like that that's that's a great place to start um if you want to do a podcast on, on your own you don't need like fancy microphones or anything uh-huh. i mean just pull up the download anchor that's that's what we use to uh, put out our podcast to to the world uh, but you can put it on your phone record uh, an entire episode on your phone and upload it all in one go. Yes. Um, yeah. You can use the camera to record and then edit on your phone, or you can record live. Like you have access to all the social media platforms. And to, to, you know, to touch base with you, and I'm going to cut you off, but to be honest yeah. with you, man, a, a, a lot of the ads that I've made is on my phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you have you have programs that you can get apps you can get on your phone to edit it. Mm-hmm. You know, now like you know, Shike, we were talking about it yesterday. A lot of the phones nowadays they come 4K prepared, so I mean, yeah. you know, you can literally. It's a lot of them are better than cameras that are out there, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. there's no excuse for anybody not to. I'll be and honest. The microphones with you. have been upgraded too yes. since then. Yeah. Like even when I was doing music production to collect samples, I would use my iPhone and just uh, the microphone in my iPhone to pick up samples, and it sounds great. So, mm-hmm. I mean. You know, people who have limited resources or and can't afford like really nice equipment can still put out good quality content without spending a lot of money at all. Yeah, and and even if you have some money to invest in equipment, um, I, I believe. So I'm a big believer in skill over uh, over anything else. Like, um, I I come from a background. You know, my my parents didn't have a whole lot of money. I didn't have a whole lot of. Uh, access to things right you know so as like as a musician for example um i didn't have the most expensive guitar you know i didn't have the greatest amp to to play right but i i believed that if i knew my craft and i i could do it well it didn't matter uh what i did it on because it would still come out as a great performance um so i i uh, I, I think it's a very limiting belief that, you know, for example, if you wanted to do a podcast show, like uh, as an example, for people who um, are listening to this episode, you can't see the setup that we have, but it's a very minimalist setup. I have a, a four channel input uh, a DAW, so a digital audio workstation. I'm using Logic Pro, which that is a little bit more pricey, but you know you can use if you're on a. a well, well a not Mac. really compared to some of the other DAWs. Logic Pro was like 200 bucks, and it comes with so many things. It does, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think when I bought Logic Pro, I thought it was a great investment. So, you know, I think even with this minimalist setup that we have here, I mean, I, 
I'm sure it's going to come out great. You know? Yeah, I mean, for, for the microphones that we have, um, we're using three condenser microphones. And the reason why I have a four-channel uh, audio interface is because um, I want to have the ability to get up to four people talking at the same time and have quality audio. Um, but, I mean, you, you don't need anything fancy. I mean, the one that I have here, it's by Alessis, the IO4. It's been discontinued for like 10 years now. Um, and, and this thing I got used off of Craigslist for like 23, 24 bucks. Uh, and it works great. Nice. It's plug and play. That's you don't, nice. you don't need any, any drivers, no downloads, nothing. Um, and it has the, uh, 48 volt phantom power. So you can plug in the condenser mics, which, uh, for those of you who can't see, we have three of them. Um, and all of these mics I got on Amazon. They, they were like 17 bucks each. Oh, wow. Um, and it came with wow. the, the mic, the, uh, the holder for the mic, uh, the arm that's connected to the tables, and these little pop filters. So all I had to get extra were, were the cables, wow. and even that you can you can get used somewhere for like two three bucks, right? Yeah. Um, and, and if you're listening to the podcast, you can obviously see that there's you know there, it's decent quality. They're not the greatest. Like I do have like a hundred and fifty dollar condenser microphone, yeah. and yes, it does sound a lot better. But you know, but it gets for, the job done. Yeah, yeah, these get the job done. Like you don't need anything anything super fancy. And same thing with with cameras. Like you guys are saying, some of the uh, the phones that are out there right now are better than than you know full full blown uh, <laughs> cameras. End cameras. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that while we're on the topic of equipment, man, like I've recorded at Million Dollar Studios and scrap those recordings for recordings that I've taken with a $150 microphone and a $25 interface in my room. Yeah, so, yeah. It, yeah, so there's no limit to what you can do as long as you have the skill. So when you guys go out and, and do your stuff for, uh, for video work, for example, um, like what's your setup look like? Um, it changes. Yeah. It changes. For the most part, it's just a camera and we have some wireless mics. Yeah. That's about it. I think the camera that uh, John was using was like an A7, Sony A7 mirrorless. But okay. sometimes we'll use DSLRs like a Canon SLR1. Or, or if we don't have it, we just use the phone. Just use the phone. Man, yeah. the phones are yeah. so great. The cameras on the phones are so great. Sometimes <laughs> I mean, we even just use those. I yeah. mean, I have a little gimbal for it. Yeah, so yeah. And we just yeah. go off of that, you know. Awesome. Uh, and so when you when you use your phones, like how do you get the audio? Is it the, the microphone we on the phone? We usually do voiceover you... uh, videos. Oh, you do voiceover. the phone. Okay. And that's where... Where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like, so we actually have, and I'll show you guys here in a bit, but we have these lapel uh, mics. So again, we got off of Amazon. They're like 20 bucks each, 23, I think. Right. Um, but they come with a little dongle that's a, th a three millimeter input jack. Mm -hmm. So you can actually plug that into the headphone jack of a phone or even of a, like a DSLR camera. Oh, nice. um, and it, it uh, on one end, it's the, th the three millimeter input. On the back end, it's the quarter inch input. So you can put in the receiver for the lapel mic and you get the, the get the audio quality from the lapel mic nice. onto the recording of the phone. Um, but uh, of course, if you have more than one person talking, like you, yeah, you need something. Uh, <laughs> you need something extra. like that too. Yeah, so I have a little one like that too. It's uh, you plug it in straight into here to the phone. Yeah, yeah. And it just has like a little antenna and it's all right. wireless. So I got two of them. And that can you know clip it on, and that's I, I use that for when I do like personal stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But the company itself, they have the nice ones like you too, so um, yeah. like y'all do. So um, they use one of the things stuff. I like to do, and it was like a uh, a trick I learned. Again, you know, not having a lot of money and trying to use what I, what resources I had available. Um, I used to have a, a PreSonus um, audio interface. It was like a two channel. Um, well, it was two channel for uh, for the XLR input. 
and a total of four channels because you could do like the uh, like guitar cable inputs, oh, right? Yeah, right? So what I would do is um, I would get like uh, for music stuff, I would get the guitars and bass, so two guitars, one bass, plugged into that, and then from the headphone jack, um, I would. Uh, route it as stereo and run the headphone jack into another interface like this one that oh, I have wow. here <laughs> and then use that as a single channel so I mix oh. everything on one interface so that it comes out uh, clean and balanced into the, the new interface oh. and then from that one I could get an additional like the microphones and uh, you know or, or a drum kit or whatever yeah, that's um, mad and, then, right there. and then run that into the computer so I was like daisy chaining like I think the most <laughs> I've done was like four interfaces and, like the little wow. small ones yeah so you had all these little interfaces on your desk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like this one here, I, I've actually used it with um, my JVC camera because the JVC that I bought, I bought it specifically because it has XLR inputs for the microphones. Nice. But it doesn't have the um, the quarter inch inputs, so I couldn't put directly the receivers for the lapel mics onto this one. Oh. So I need to run a interface from uh, from this into the audio in. Um, so I actually will, I have a converter for the headphone jack um, to do an output into an XLR. And then the XLR goes into the camera and I run it as stereo so that it comes out as balanced audio. Nice. Um, and, and uh, you know, again, like that's just a, a one, one additional cable to fix that problem. You know, it's just, it you makes it get, all beautiful. Yeah, you got to yeah. get creative. Exactly. <laughs> got to make it come through nicely, you know, because you got to make sure they understand yeah. the message we're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it, it, it doesn't take a whole lot to, uh, to, to for the uh, just takes creativity. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just takes creativity. Yeah, bro. Just like anything else, right? I mean, when you're doing wholesaling, you have you sometimes you have to come up with creative solutions exactly. to get the deal done. Exactly, and, and it's the same thing with anything else. Yeah, I mean, we're out there trying to solve a problem that these homeowners can't solve themselves. You know, yeah, so that's yeah. that's the service and the value that we bring to them. You know. Yeah, and and I also think that when it comes to like the media stuff, um, there's a there's like a point where you have to get it done and then there's a point where you just get picky yes. <laughs> you know like like the the video stuff that you're putting out there it works right you can do it on your phone right and you can you can put it up the, the way it is right mm -hmm. but <clears throat> when you start getting nitpicky and you're like oh i gotta do the color balance and this you know uh, this shot doesn't that's look it right, you know? he's real uh, anal, he's real anal about the audio <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of that for sure i'm over here like bro it sounds good he's like no you hear that no i don't like this so he's yeah he's but I mean, he takes his art a little bit serious, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. which we and all do. Nothing, and there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. We I all mean. do. It's just, you know, he he has that finer ear than what I do, so he, he handles that part. Well, but it depends on your audience too. You know, yeah, who true. are we? Right. Who are you reaching out to? Right. If you're putting out professional music, you know, you you got to nitpick like that. But if you're just trying to record and get content out there, you know, you don't need to be so picky. Right. Right. And uh, but uh, I think the the point I was trying to get to was um, kind of the whole. Uh, paralysis from analysis yes. situation, right? Yeah. Like, don't let uh, not letting the perfectionist inside of you Come limit up. to what you can actually do and accomplish. Because at, at at some point, getting stuff out there is all that matters. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you have the time, if you have the skill to to make it, you know, a bit more professional or you know, clean it up here and there. I mean, that's great, right? But Ultimately, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, you know, people need to know who you are and what you're doing. They just need to see, they just need to see the message. <laughs> yeah, they bro. just need to see Mind something. you, learn as you go and try yeah. to make it as good as you can, as yeah, fast yeah. as you can. Yeah, you know, there's you, nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah, but, but, but letting it letting it stop you from doing that. Yeah, that's, don't, that's where yeah, it becomes a problem. For sure, don't let it stop you. And 
don't let it consume you just because you hear one little pop in the background. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time. I mean, we started this episode and there's a freaking lawnmower outside because <laughs> the uh, maintenance people from the office complex we're in, you know, that's... I guess today's grass day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting it done. And, and I think last week, Adriel and I were recording an episode, and a freaking airplane was flying over. It was like oh, a, like a jumbo jet. Like, oh. yeah, and it came through on the audio. It was the first time that's ever happened for us. And, and, and we've been recording here since, oh gosh, I don't know what, February or March? It's the first time. And the first time we've ever picked up an airplane <laughs> on our audio. Yeah. And that got under your skin. You're like, oh, I can hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did you put out that episode? Oh, yeah. You, see? you didn't let it stop you. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Yeah. We kept it. We just went with it, man. It was just like, this is funny. You know? A little like, extra, yeah, to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like character. Go, going back to what we were saying, right? being authentic, being original. Exactly. Like, like I'm, I'm not going to hide that because that's, exactly. that's the reality of, of doing this, yeah. you know, like, if, and for you're anybody being, else. You're you know? being yourself and hey, things happen sometimes. None of us are perfect, so. Yeah, you just got to run with it sometimes. Run with it. <laughs> so, you know, own it and make it your own. Yeah, make it your own, man. impersonating <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we came up with a, a, a like a short like I don't know two minute skit of like Hillco Airlines or something. Uh, Thank you for flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's uh, but um, I think we're coming up to the end of our time, so we're already at about forty minutes into the show. So um, yeah, like, like I said earlier, man, these, this this stuff can really get out of hand. Yeah, so got got to cut it off now. Um, but thank you guys for being on the show. Um, thank and you for inviting thank us. You. Uh, no, uh, and and we're about to have a Facebook Live with you guys. So Hernando's going to come in and do the Ask Wholesale Show, which he does every week. Um, sometimes it's Alex who's running it, but it's usually Hernando. Uh, so for those of you who are listening, uh, follow uh, the Hillcoat Homes Facebook page. Um, and every week we have live video content. So, you know, Hernando does tutorials. He does trainings um, on, on very specific things, you know, especially when it comes to contracts. That's a really big question that a lot of new wholesalers have. Um, but we have the Ask Wholesale Show, which we strive to get engagement with the viewers. So if you have questions, ask them live and you can have uh, Hernando and our guests answer them. Um, but every week we try to have a new guest uh, someone who is either experienced in wholesaling or completely brand new. Um, and one of the things we, we strive to do is um, not focus on like the big hitters, you know, because not not everybody who starts in wholesaling is doing it at, on their at, like a full time job. Right. They're exactly. doing it on the side. And and, you know, like you said, you don't get rich overnight. That just doesn't happen. That's not uh, realistic. Um, so we want to tell the stories of, of those people because that's what's. Every, most of the audience is going to relate to. So check out the Facebook lives um, and uh, and continue listening to the podcast. If this is your, the first time you've heard it, we have tons of content and we, we go over a bunch of different uh, topics. Uh, and like like I said in the beginning of this episode, this is this is different. It's new. Like we don't really go into the media side uh, of, of wholesaling. Um, but you know, I had fun with this, and I hope you guys had fun with yeah, this. It was, it was beautiful, brother. It's been a great and, time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, before we end this, I do want to do a shout out to Longhorn Investments. So if any of you are um, not just wholesaling, but you are investors or you're trying to be an investor um, and you're looking to do your next deal, whether it's a fix and flip or you're going to fix and rent, you know, whatever it may be, and you need access to hard money lenders. Uh, Longhorn Investments is a, is a great resource. Uh, uh, Hillco and Longhorn have been doing business together for a little while, um, and they've partnered with us as a sponsor. So uh, definitely reach out to uh, Jay Flotis. She manages the Central Tech 
Texas area, which is you know San Antonio, Austin, the South Texas uh, region. Um, they're in five states. And um, yeah, definitely go check out their Facebook page, their website. There's tons of great information um, and they're and they're more focused on the new investors. So they will actually walk you through the process so you know exactly what to do and you know exactly what to expect. Um, and they're very transparent, just like we are here at Hilco and just like you guys are at HBHS. You know, we, we, we all strive for um, the best quality of business because we, we all know that uh, continued business is, is the key. You know, we yes, want re repeat customers. Um, so definitely check them out. If you guys haven't heard of or followed anything of HBHS, go check them out too. Um, where can our audience find you? Like Facebook, Instagram, you know, where, uh, uh, if you want to give a plug. <laughs> Instagram at 210chic. You can find me. Uh, Facebook, my name, Carlos Mendiola. You can find me. Um, you can follow me. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram, SA underscore problem solver. Um, or on Facebook, you know, Miguel Ideas. Um, and then also, we do put a lot of content out on the um, Home Buying, Home Selling Solutions Association. Um, so, on those pages, we do put a lot out. From that page, you can follow onto our YouTube, which we put a lot more content, how to's. Um, to actually try to give back the information, the knowledge that we have, right, right. to try to give back to that one person that may need the help. You know, one. One line that um, you know that Daniel Moore uses is like, you know, if 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 one of his family members were suffering, would he charge to help him? Mm -hmm. So that's the same mentality we use. You know, everybody we see in our in our office or that we come across, you know, we're all brothers and sisters. So if we can help each other, you know, eat at the table together versus just that one person, that's the yeah. that's the goal. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And if you guys um, the, in our audience have any questions uh, or ideas for topics or you want to be on the show, let me know. Send me an email, Mike, M-I-K-E, at hillcohomes.com. And I guess that's it for today's episode. So thanks for listening. And until next time, this is the Hillco Homes Deep Dive Podcast.